brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to another really exciting episode of Honest Money. Uh, we're talking all things tax-free savings accounts today. Uh, we don't normally do uh, kind of really time-sensitive topics, but I, but I think it's a really good time for us to to talk about tax-free savings. We're getting to the end of February, uh, and that's an important time for for people who want to top up their uh, their, their tax-free savings accounts. Uh, and and I must say, I'm not a uh, an absolute expert on on tax-free savings accounts. So I decided I need to bring in. Uh, I don't want to call you heavyweight, Gabriel, because that sounds like an insult. But I, I needed to bring in some heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel Burtzer, um, Business Development Manager at Prescient Investment Management. Thank you so much for joining. Awesome, Warren. Thanks thanks for having me. It's quite an honor to be on the show. So um, I, I think, uh, you know, we hate jargon on our show. So let's just start with, I've already been blabbing on about tax-free savings accounts. Uh, at its most basic, what are we talking about when we're talking about tax-free savings accounts? Well, Tax-free savings account is basically a vehicle for, for all SA investors to invest their money in um, and they incentivize to invest in this um, by receiving no tax, so tax-free growth on all income, dividends, and capital gains. Uh, I think it's an incentive from government just to say, hey, save up a little bit more as we already have a massive problem in South Africa, a big savings problem, not enough retirement funds, et cetera, et cetera. So this is just one more way to incentivize the savers. And I mean, I must say, you know, um, whenever you talk to your salary earners who are paying tax or anybody else who's paying tax, they're always looking for ways to save tax. And and to me, this is a real gift uh, to, to taxpayers because, as you say, I mean, you're not you're not getting a benefit by making the contributions. It's different to a retirement fund where SARS gives you a bit of a tax break for the contribution. But every cent that you put into that tax-free savings account, uh, all the dividends, all the interest, all the capital growth, all of that is tax-free. Uh, and and so if you can allow that investment to grow over over let's say years or decades, one day when you start drawing the money out, every single cent comes into your back pocket completely tax free. And you know, and to me, I think you know we we should pay some tax, uh, but but if we can legally pay the least amount of tax possible, uh, you know, we should take every advantage we possibly are given by SARS. And and this is one of those no brainers. Yeah, definitely, it's one of the no brainers, like you say. Um... Is definitely so you can't uh, claim your tax back on the contributions you made, but it's really awesome that you have, for example, no regulation 28 limits uh, on your head. So you can go 100% offshore and just leave it there for decades. And like you're saying, really have that benefit of, of no limitations on the investment. So that's one side. And also the investment is 100% liquid, which is also another difference compared to, to the retirement side. Uh, with liquidity being a big story, it's kind of tough for the savers who want their money, but it's great in the long term having tax, tax-free tax savings. Um, yeah, just having that benefit if need be. Let's just talk about that there. So so we're, we're, we, you mentioned Regulation 28. So, so what that is, is the laws that govern retirement funds. And it, it dictates how much you can have in cash, bonds, property, shares, how much you can have in South Africa, how much you can have overseas. Uh, in contrast, uh, with a tax-free savings account, you can. I mean, I, I would I would hate it if people did that, but you could put all of your money into cash. Um, but you could also, as you're saying, you could go 100% into uh, global shares exclusively and, and put all of your money, although it'll be rands and you'll get rands back one day, the underlying investment will be 
in the global markets. Exactly. Well, so where, where we see a lot of the people use it is, for example, if you use it in conjunction with your retirement annuity, currently that regulation 28 limits at, at 45% for the investor um, where they can take monies offshoring their retirement annuity. And then they blend it with a tax-free savings account. Um, currently, the, the annual limit is 36,000 Rand. So you got 3,000 Rand per month to basically take 100% offshore. Effectively, you can increase your offshore exposure to within your retirement saving if you use it as a value add to your RA. So, so let's just talk about the only thing about these accounts that I don't like is the name because they say tax-free savings account. And, and so a lot of people are, are, are mistaken in thinking that this, this means it's a bank account and they can only put it in a fixed deposit or, or a money market account or something. So, so let's just talk about uh, what are the underlying investments that you can choose for a tax-free savings account? Well, like like I said, there's no limits at all. So you can invest in, in Unitrust shares, whatever is on offer at the list platform that's available wherever you're going to use or, or open up your tax-free savings account. Whatever they've got on offer, that's that's what you can invest in. And one nice thing about the tax-free savings account is if it's in, in Unitrust, for example, there's no performance fees applicable to these investments either. So they actually open up a whole new class range within the industry um, to avail these funds for investors. So, so if we just uh, if we just jump to the Unitrust world for a second, so that means uh, you can invest uh, in in, and I think most of the time it's most Unitrusts uh, are, are also offered as tax frees, uh, and and it'll be everything as I said from a money market account right through to a uh, to a global equity uh, a Unitrust. I think that that's an important point is that you can. You can blend those underlying investments as well. You're not you're not going to be obliged to say, well, uh, you know, for the last five years it was a global equity unit trust that I've chosen, and this year I would like some South African exposure, but no, I, I can't blend it. You can you can actually, you know, mix and match as you as you as you wish inside that tax free. Hundred percent, Joe. The investors got the freedom, and and that's what South African or a lot of South African investment investors want. They want that freedom. They kind of scared of of regulation twenty eight the the potential risks that it could have um, bringing in prescribed assets again like it was back in the heyday. There's a lot of fear, and I think this this freedom alleviates a lot of that fear for the for the average investor. So so you mentioned the phrase liquidity a little bit earlier. And I think we must just expand on that a little bit. So so liquidity uh, um, you know means you can access the money, and and so the, the interesting thing about tax free savings accounts is. As you're saying, they're not the same as a retirement fund where you you can only start to access the money at age 55, and then there's all sorts of rules around this. You can you can start the investment tomorrow, and you can draw the money. Let's just say a week later. I, I, I would I would again I would hate that if someone actually is doing that. And I think we must just maybe talk about some of the things to know. A little bit of fine print around tax free savings with this access to the money. So so you're 100 percent right. You can always access the money, uh, but 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 it does come at a at a cost, right? Yeah, definitely. There's actually a big caveat with regards to the maximum contributions for the investor. Um, being that, so let's say, for example, an investor, maximum allowance is 36,000 Rand for the year. Um, in January, or in Feb, or 1st of March, when the new season begins, he invests 36,000. Um, if he withdraws 30,000 from that, he can't invest later on in the year another 30. He used his maximum limit for the year. So it's it's a once-off contribution. If you withdraw, it's a use-it-or-lose-it situation for the investor. 
So best to invest and rather keep it invested and, and really try not to use your savings account for short term, um, like an emergency fund or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think also, uh, I mean, I can't agree more. I think it's, 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 you know, if you're going to put money in there, th- this is the money that you leave uh, for at least a decade or two or three. And, and ideally, you, you, as you were saying earlier, you make it part of your whole retirement planning where you say, this is money that I can use one day when I'm no longer working. You know, if you're lucky and you hit your financial freedom at age 45, well done. Uh, but, you know, for, for the rest of us, if you hit it at age 65, uh, you know, that you say, well, I, I'm actually going to draw from this on a you know, monthly basis or yearly, whatever it is. Uh, but but certainly don't don't uh, don't use it for very short term investments. And I think that's also uh, and this is my um, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but this is my views. Uh, th- that's why uh, um, money market accounts are a terrible place for for, for tax free savings accounts because you know a cash investment, whether it's a money market account or a money market unit trust or, or anything very low risk, uh, it's great that you're not you're not going to see losses in the short term. But but the downside is. Your capital is not going to grow um, anything uh, like the inflation rate, so you might just match inflation. Whereas, you know, in investing 100% in shares, the, the likelihood is you're getting five or six percent a year above inflation for the next decade or two or three. Yes, it comes with massive volatility. It'll, there'll be years when your your investment is down 15 or 20 percent, and then you're going to hate, uh, you know, hate having listened to me on the show. But but the point is, over a decade, you won't regret putting the money into shares. And I think that that's the the key thing with tax-free savings accounts is they are long-term, and 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 you're right, uh, Gabriel, that you know the the uh, the liquidity is a big issue. You know, South Africans hate being told what to do. So so anything that gives us access to our money on our terms is is great. What I would say is you, you're allowed to and you're able to draw the money, but please don't don't plan to draw the money. Obviously, if the world falls apart and and you desperately need access to money, then, then by all means, that's that, that that's what you've got savings for. But but if you can. You draw from your emergency funds, et cetera, et cetera, first. You don't draw from your, your tax-free first. 100%. Uh, Warren, another thing on the on the short-term versus the long-term kind of investing in a tax-free savings account is the, the tax savings benefits in the short term. Uh, since the inception of tax-free savings account, it was in 2015. Um, if you take the financial year since 2015, it's been a full six years. I think the maximum contribution that you could have contributed so far is just over 195,000 rand. That's that's your max excluding growth. Um, so for the investor, that's the maximum they could have had. So so even if they in a let's say like an income kind of fund yielding 10%, just to make the math a bit easier, they could have had close to 20,000 rand earnings or on interest for a year. And yet that's still under the annual limit for the average investor that's under 65. They get an interest exclusion per year of, of 23,800 Rand. So even if they invest conservatively and in the short term, there's not a lot of tax benefits by being there. So using it for short term purposes, like saving for holiday or emergency fund, you're actually wasting the benefits within your tax free savings account. And then at the long term, at the end, for, for example, if you use it for um, your child's education or, or ad hoc to your retirement fund, that's where the real big hitting tax-free savings will, will be. And that's that's at the end. And I think it's an important point, you know, if you're if you're paying a higher rate of income tax and, and you're at, you know, age 50 and you need to start drawing on that tax-free savings card and you've been diligent on your savings, it could be that you're giving away normally, you know, without a tax-free savings account, you're giving away 18% of your 
of your of the drawings as capital gains tax, and in this instance, you're paying zero. Uh, and and so it's an, it really is a, a a powerful point. And I think um, maybe we should just talk a little bit. Of, um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but how do we choose a, a, a tax free savings account? Uh, I mean, one of the key principles for me is going to be. I mean, we've touched that now. It must be long term. Uh, I don't think you should be choosing short term, but I, but I also think. Uh, you know, I think costs are a big issue, I and mean, we need to say to people: you know, when you're choosing a, a tax-free, don't go into something that's costing you five percent a year, because the fees are going to destroy some of the benefit of the growth. So, so I think costs is a big issue as well. So, firstly, if I was an investor, I would say, look at the cost. What what is what's this entity charging me for this tax-free savings account? I know banks offer them all kind of life houses. Everyone is offering tax-free savings account. So, firstly, it's that. Watch out for the administration fee within your tax-free savings account. And then secondly, watch out for the fund costs within it. Um, if, if the fund cost is not performing well net of fees, so that's after fees have been deducted, then maybe look elsewhere or look for another fund. Um, and then obviously I would say ease of use. Um, do do they allow for monthly contributions, et cetera, et cetera? Just basic ease. And then obviously a bigger variety of investments available for the investor would also be a great value add. Uh, If I can only choose of three solutions, I would rather have the option, like you're saying, South Africa's don't don't like to to be told what to do. So the more the merrier on on the investment option side. And I think there's an important point there. If you are in a position where you've got a tax-free savings account and you, and you, you know, you hadn't heard the show and you put all the money into a fixed deposit at a bank in a tax-free savings account. You, you, if you want to make a change, the law allows you to make a change. That's a critical point. Secondly, don't do a withdrawal from the investment. You need to do a transfer. And and that's a very important point because Harbrill's mentioned uh, use it or lose it. So so you, you don't want to do a withdrawal because then you've lost that capacity. What you want to do is a transfer from one product provider to another, uh, or even inside the product provider from one fund to another, that, that is a switch or a, withdra- uh, a transfer, not a withdrawal. Um, uh, so, so it's a key point there that you make sure your documentation, the forms that you're filling out, anything that you're doing online, it's about uh, switching or transfer, not withdrawal. Uh, and and, and, it, and it, a few times it's happened where people have said, well, I'm, I hated the, the fixed deposit. I know I realized it was a mistake and I withdrew them. And that that's already you can't you can't come back from that. That that capacity is now lost. Yeah, it's currently a lifetime limit of a five hundred thousand rand. So you, every time you withdraw, you kind of using your uh, your five hundred thousand lifetime limit. It will probably be increased in future, but but that's the current amount. Um, so yes, like you said, you can always move it. It's not like it's a fatal mistake if you invest it and it's done forever. You can switch within your tax-free savings account. You can move it to a new platform where there's more, bigger, or just wider array of investment options if you want more global or other kind of investings. But I think at the end of the day, it's just to kind of change the the, the average investor's mindset around the use of a tax-free savings account, that it's it's more beneficial for, for long-term use instead of short-term. So, Harbrill, we, we're running out of time, and I've got uh, t- two questions to ask you. I'm going I'm to give you the last question first, so I'll give you some time to prepare. Uh, and and it's, a, it's, the, it's the trick question for every new guest to the show, and, and that is, uh, if you could meet your 21-year-old self, what would be the one life lesson you would like to give yourself, uh, knowing what you know today? Uh, so, so I'm going to leave, leave that with you just to think about now, and, and, and then just uh, 
anything else that you think we should uh, we we should be uh, d- discussing or explaining around tax free savings accounts? Um, I think we touched on most of the topics regarding the regulation and the laws around tax free savings account. But if I was twenty one again, a young student, I would instantly save at least twenty twenty five percent of of my income. I would save it consistently. If there was a tax-free savings account back then, I would have opened one instantly and try and max it out every year and invest. I am quite an aggressive investor, so I would go for something easy like an an index fund tracking something like the MSCI index, which is a basket of, of global developing market indexes. And I'll just leave it there. And the big thing is just don't touch it. Don't disturb the compounding interest. That's, that's a superpower. Uh, I think that's a absolutely fantastic point and a, and a great way to wrap up. Harbel uh, Wurter, Business Development Manager at President Investment Management, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I, I think we've taught our listeners uh, um, a lot and hopefully uh, we, we get a whole lot of new people uh, jumping on the tax-free bandwagon. It's an important thing in, uh, that, that we should all be taking advantage of. Awesome. Thanks, Warren, for being here. It's been been brilliant. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. 